If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to another episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Over the next few solo episodes, I am actually going to be covering, I don't know what necessarily to call this, but like popular things that we see online about breakups and relationships and essentially sharing my thoughts about them and kind of doing my own version of like mythbusters when it comes to this thing and today's is probably the most common one that I've seen especially on social media over the last couple years but it's that whole concept of if they wanted to they would and I remember when I first heard this, when I first read that on social media, and honestly, my first reaction to it is like, heck yes, that totally makes sense to me. And if you are unfamiliar with the concept, it's essentially like, let's say you're dating someone and they are being unresponsive, you haven't heard from them for a while, or they say, you know, I can't really date right now, I'm I'm super busy, I have a lot going on. And the whole idea is, no, if if they wanted to, to see you, if they wanted to be with you, if they were interested in, in you, then they would, they would make things work. And I'm essentially going to share, like, where I actually and and I don't have like a black and white answer to this. It's not like I think it's complete bullshit or I think it's a hundred percent true. I think it's true in certain scenarios, and I think it's completely false in other scenarios. But I want to share that I do believe that there is some truth to if they wanted to, they would when it comes to dating. When it comes to the beginning of dating, and I hear it so often of, I went out with this person, and I thought we had a great time, and we had talked about getting back together, or getting together again, and then I didn't hear from them for X number of days. Like, what do I do? What does this mean? Did, you know, are they just busy? And I never know the answer to that question. I will be the very first person to tell you that I am not a dating expert at all. 
I will never pretend that I am. It's, you know, something that I've been, I was never great at. I think I can give advice on future relationships as it relates to learning from your breakup. But like, if you are, you know, ever coming to this podcast because you want to learn the best way to to date someone, it's totally not the place. So I can definitely see that if they wanted to, they would in that scenario where it doesn't obviously take that long to send a text. You know, it's if you haven't heard from them for a certain number of days, it's probably likely that they're not super interested or they're just not super interested in pursuing a relationship. In that scenario, I can totally see it. The problem is, and and more so what I want to speak on, just because obviously breakups is more my wheelhouse, but the concept of if they wanted to, they would in like serious breakups to me does not typically is not true. I really don't think that. And if it is true, it's so much more layered and nuanced to that. So, you know, I shared this scenario of like, okay, you go out with someone, you have a great date, you guys talk about getting together again. I'm even talking get back together because I'm just so used to talking about breakups. You talk about wanting to get together again. So there's that scenario. But When we're talking about, you know, let's say I get a DM from someone, which I have gotten multiple DMs like this. Let's say I get a DM from someone who says, I just went through a breakup. I was with, let me think of like a scenario I've heard recently. I was with someone, we were long distance, and it was everything was totally fine. We were navigating it really well. We had a great relationship. And then all of a sudden I heard from my ex that they didn't want to be together anymore because they didn't want to do long distance and they just really didn't think the relationship was going to work. So we can name a bunch of different scenarios like that. Or someone might say, you know, I don't have the time to invest into a relationship right now. I can't commit the time that you deserve to be in a relationship right now, so I'm going to end it. Or, you know, I mean, we can go as blanketed as this relationship just isn't working for me anymore, so I'd like to end it. I've heard so many times like people trying to apply that if they wanted to, they would to every single scenario I just listed. I've heard it, you know, tried to apply to that. Let's, you know, starting with If you got broken up with because your ex just said it's not working for them anymore, you could say, well, if they really wanted to be with me, they would dig deeper into figuring out what was wrong. They would be open to getting therapy. They would be open to working on it. Or, you know, if they really wanted to be with me, they would figure out a way to work a relationship into their day-to-day life. And even though it would probably be sacrificing some some of their other time, like they would make it work to be in this relationship. Or if it was long distance, if they wanted to, they would. They would either learn how to live with being in a long distance relationship or if they really wanted to, they would move so we could be in the same place. So I've heard that so often. And and I get it's kind of the same thing of when someone says like, oh, don't worry, exes always come back. If you're like telling your friends about your breakup and – you know, someone says, well, if they wanted to, they would kind of a thing. I don't know if it's just because I tend to 
I tend to be really protective of people who are going through breakups just because I do think it's such a vulnerable time in in your life. But when I hear that someone is thinking that or was told if they wanted to, they would, what I would interpret that as is you're not good enough. So if you were good enough, then they would. If you were desirable enough, if you were whatever, X, Y, Z enough, then they would work harder to be with you. And that's where I have to draw the line of saying, like, I really don't think this applies in most serious breakup situations. Because it's like such a simple statement. If they wanted to, they would. And that's why it's shared so often on social media, because it is like, it's catchy. You know, it's pretty easy for something like that to go viral. But it's missing so many nuances. The biggest nuance of which is people have different capacities for everything in relationships. People have different capacities for how much they really think they can fit into their life. People have different capacities for like how important their career is and if they are at the phase where they want to add in a serious relationship. People have different capacities for commitment. People have different, you know, capacities for, I don't know, discomfort within relationships. Like a long distance relationship could be great for some, but like me, I wouldn't have the capacity to be in a long distance relationship because of the things that I need in a relationship. So I think on one of my Thursday Q&As, I was asked by someone, do I think everything is able to be worked on or do I think people just have limited capacity for certain things? I do think everything can be worked on, but more importantly, I do think people have different capacities for things. And I learned this so much after, you know, you guys know my husband and I got back together after he broke up with me. We were apart for a year and a half. And when we got back together, part of what made me feel really comfortable about being back together with him is I really processed the breakup with him. Like I really asked a lot of questions. I wanted to be super clear on what had changed. And I I really remember like asking because he broke up with me because he said, I really just don't think I have it in me to get married or have kids. And that's not fair to you because you want both of those things. And when we got back together, I had asked like, were you just not that into me at the time where you wanted to push yourself to like get married? And he said, like, absolutely not. Like you could have been like made in a lab to be like my perfect person and I just did not have the capacity to want to get married at that point. And I think that's true for so many scenarios of like I did not have the capacity to meet you where you're at. And one of my most popular reels that I have and I know that like a counterpoint people will say is, well, my ex broke up with me saying they weren't they weren't able to commit to me and they went off and committed to someone else. I think everyone has, and I've talked about this in like the emotional unavailability episode, but I think everyone has what they're able to commit to a relationship and then everyone has what they need for a relationship. And if we want to break it down super easy to like numbers out of 10, and I don't know what episode I talked about this on, but I think it's a really important concept. But let's say that for me, needs wise in a relationship, I need... I'm just going to make up a number 7.5 out of 10. That's what I need in a relationship. I need someone who can give me 7.5 out of 10. And let's say like 
when Luke was before we broke up, he was only really able to give me like a five out of 10. So it just it didn't match up. But so he broke up with me because there was a mismatch in his capacity versus my needs. And let's say he did start dating someone and he was able to commit to that person. But let's say that person really only had like a needs in a relationship as at a 4.5 out of 10. So he would have been able to totally meet that person's needs no problem. And so there wouldn't be this big like level of discomfort. So I really think everyone has the capacity and the needs. And a lot of the time those things don't match. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It just means that that's all that person can give. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels scary. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. The last time I went through a breakup, I know my mom was someone I was really able to lean on and get support from. She has always been a rock for me through heartbreak and everything in between. And with Mother's Day right around the corner, I wanted to share an idea of something super special that you can gift to your mom. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Every week, they will email your mom a question, and she can either type out an answer or record one. And at the end, mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book, and they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. I gifted my mom this, and it means so much to me that I can not only learn so many of her stories, but also preserve them for my kids and future generations. My mom has already talked about how fun it's been for her to reflect on her past and think about things that she hasn't in so long. It even prompted her to dig up some old photos from when she was in the newspaper for being the only female mail carrier in Detroit in the 60s. So cool. 
Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code HEARTBREAK at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code HEARTBREAK for 10% off today. So if we go back to like if they wanted to, they would. I think some people probably wish they could give more. I think people if you know, if we're talking specifically on like people that have avoidant attachment styles, or maybe people who do have like these kind of more serious wounds or traumas around relationships, I think a lot of them wished they could do more or they're like, why am I like this? I really like this person, but I just can't get there kind of a thing. So I don't think it's a matter of them being like lazy or you not being good enough. I think it's just a matter of like people can only give what they can give and what they can give is based on so many things like their parents relationship, the relationships they had before you, their like trust levels. There's so many different factors and so little of it even has to do with the partner that they're with. It really more has to do with like the stuff that they have going on internally. So that's why it's like trying to take such a simple explanation of if they wanted to, they would and apply it to like, in most cases, like decades of stuff and things that people have dealt with and people's relationship history. It it cannot be simplified that easily. So if you're sitting there thinking like, If only, and I've been there, like I've been in that position of telling myself, if only I had been better in this area of the relationship, if only I was, like, I remember having a very serious conversation with my AA sponsor and being like, I probably like wasn't good in bed. Like I probably needed to be more, I don't know, like X, Y, or Z in like my sex life. And and I remember her saying like, that's not a thing. Like that is not something that's gonna make someone commit to being in a relationship with you. So I remember going down every single rabbit hole of if only I had done this, then this would have been different. If only I had gone right instead of left. If only I had said this instead of that. And at the end of the day, like it really had nothing to do with me. And one of my like favorite things that my parents have taught me is this idea that everyone, not only is everyone doing the best that they can, but everyone is doing what makes sense to them at the time. Like no one's walking around thinking, I mean, maybe there are a few, but like for the most part, people aren't walking around thinking like, how can I hurt the people around me? How can I screw people over? How can I like be a terrible person? How can I be a bad partner? No one's necessarily like walking around thinking those things. People are doing what makes sense to them in the moment based on their beliefs, their thoughts, their life experiences, their trauma, their past relationships, all of those things. Let's go back to the example of let's say someone is super into their career and they're with someone and they really love the person, but they realize that they can't, it just doesn't feel like this relationship fits into their life anymore. And so they break up with their partner. They say, I just, that's like such a common thing in a breakup. I have too much going on right now. I just, I cannot give you what you need. And if you're on the receiving end of that breakup, it's easy for you to be like, 
well, if they wanted to do this, they could have tried harder. We could have compromised more, all that stuff. But in the mind of the person that just broke up with you, they don't feel like they're able to be the partner that they would like to be. So they're getting uncomfortable because they feel like are letting you down or are going to end up letting you down. They're at that point in their life where they don't really see another option. They their careers, you know, super important to them. Maybe they didn't have, you know, an example in their life of someone who was able to do their career and have a healthy relationship. So all of these factors, they're in their minds, they don't have another option. And they think it's probably the best thing for both of you guys, which ultimately it totally is the best thing for both of you because you're both going to go on your own journeys and figure it out and end up in great relationships, hopefully. But I'm just saying they're not doing it because they're like, well, if my partner was better looking in better shape, was funnier, like then I would be able to make more sacrifices. That's not what the thinking is. The thinking really is like this is what makes the most sense for both of us right now. So I'm going to end the relationship. So if you are someone who has seen that content online of if they wanted to they would and you've been applying it to your breakup and you've been feeling badly about yourself and you know your self-esteem has taken a hit because you believe that you weren't good enough for your ex to want to make it work i just want to tell you that's you cannot just make that kind of assumption and another thing that i talk about is when you have blank spaces in the explanation or why a breakup happened, you have to remember that you're most likely going to fill those blanks with probably the worst case scenario for you. You're going to tend to catastrophize that. So because you don't know the exact inner workings of your ex's mind of why they ended the relationship, it's easy to fill it in with, I'm not good enough. I should have done this instead of that. I'm the one to blame for this. When in reality, I either want you to like make up a positive, not a positive reason, but make up like a less beating yourself up version of that or just accept that you don't know the answer and assume that it's not the worst case scenario thing that you have in your mind. And as someone who has heard from a lot of people who have had to end relationships, I will tell you like it's very rarely that a relationship is ended maliciously. It's more so that people are just working through their own stuff. So my thoughts on if they wanted to, they would. It probably applies to some scenarios when you're first dating someone. And it's probably a good way in the very beginning to gauge whether someone is emotionally available or commitment-wise available. But when it comes to these more serious relationships or serious breakups, it's too nuanced to say yes or no. And most of the time, I would say that does not apply. So that means if you're listening to this podcast at all, you're probably coming out of a pretty serious breakup. So I would say leave that little saying to the side. And maybe pick it back up again when you start dating. But in the case of you right now going through heartbreak, don't take that on because it's something extra, I guess, that you don't need right now. And another thing before I close, because I just thought of something else. I hear this a lot too with people who when they're 
after they go through a breakup and they kind of they make up their own version of if they wanted to, they would. But like if my ex cared about me, they would reach out. I think that's another big one that I hear all the time. And that's also, I think, just categorically not true because if you listen to my episode on the best way to end a relationship with someone, I give the direct advice to leave your ex alone after you break up with them. It's the most kind and respectful thing that you can do for them. So again, we cannot make this assumption of like, my ex must not care about me because they aren't reaching out. I'd say any like broad assumption that you're trying to make about your ex when you don't really know the answer is typically not going to be correct. So just because your ex hasn't reached out to you after the breakup doesn't mean that they don't care. It might mean that they care a lot and they really respect you and they're trying not to mess with your healing process. And it's the same thing with if your ex happens to date again. Like if you find out they're dating again after the breakup, we make this assumption of they must not have ever cared about me. Everything I experience in my relationship is a lie. Again, that's also not true because This could be their way that they're coping with going through the breakup. So we just can't make assumptions like that because ultimately all it's doing is hurting us. And I don't want you to hurt yourself any more than you are already hurting by going through a breakup. And that's my mission with so many of these things is like I'm not trying to invalidate anyone's experience or anyone's feelings. I'm in reality, I'm trying to give you a perspective that's not as hurtful while also not sugarcoating things for you. So don't believe any everything you read on the internet. Take everything with a grain of salt. And if you find that something that you're reading is actually making you feel worse, don't do it. <laughs> Just scroll through, skip video, whatever that looks like. And I will see you guys back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.